what we're talking about this morning is literally Jesus really does want to make us new. So when we die one day, we will be given new bodies and that will just be glorious. Even better than Paul's new body that he got. But even now in this life, Jesus actually wants to bring newness into different aspects of our hearts, of our, our souls, in our minds and our bodies. He wants to come bring healing and renewal in our minds. So I want you to imagine that somebody in your family, maybe someone you live with, your mum, your dad, your, your um, spouse, somebody, is the best chef in the whole world. Just, imag- just go there with me for a minute. Imagine he or she is the best chef. They've won all the... the Master Chef, they've won Bake Off, and they just love cooking for you. And they've decided they're not going to work anymore. They're going to dedicate their whole life to cooking for you. And every party you have in your house, they're going to cook everything. Wouldn't that be amazing? The food would just be incredible. Oh. Well, as a Christian, this is the incredible, even more incredible thing. Your, the Bible says your body, your being, you are a house. You're a house. You're a temple. And somebody, a person, Jesus, God, has come and taken up residence. Jesus is literally living inside you. And no, he's not a master chef, champion. He is the resurrector. He is the resurrector. In fact, he is the resurrection. So when this person lives in you, resurrecting is what he does. He's way better than this machine. It's what he does all the time. He can never stop doing it. It's his passion. It's his desire. It's who he is. It's what he does. And throughout your life, he's wanting to resurrect situations, hard things, tough things. Some of us have got really tough things. He wants to come and bless you and work. Some of you need freeing in your minds this morning, things that are hassling you and holding you down. He's the resurrector. And for, for eternity, you will be resurrected with a new body. So the, the, just the one point I want to bring to us this morning is that Jesus wants to give you new hope. He wants to give all of us new hope. And there's two buckets of hope he wants to tip over us this morning. One, hope for this life, to be resurrected in our minds and in, in the way we are, and to heal our bodies, and also resurrection in the next life. He wants to give us new hope. Now often we think that hope for resurrection is a bit like this. A bit pathetic. Like, oh, I really hope this seed can grow in this, these rods of metal. I really hope that that seed can grow. And I want to say today, that is not biblical hope. That is not biblical hope. Just hoping maybe, maybe Jesus will bring resurrection in my life. Maybe he will resurrect me after I die. Biblical hope is more like this. Now I grew up by the beach. And I, would, and I still do, whenever I go to the beach, I try and stop the tide coming up by building like a big wall. Every time I go to the beach, I do it. You cannot stop the tide. And these boats don't need to sit there thinking, oh no, is the tide going to come up? Because it is impossible for the tide not to come up. Every day, those boats will be lifted by the water without fail. That is biblical hope. It is the, it's a firm assurance, the Bible says. A firm assurance 
a confident expectation of your resurrection. Now and in eternity. Here's just some quick things about hope. Without hope, the Bible says, life loses its meaning. When we forget about resurrection, when we lose hope in the resurrector in us, life can lose its meaning. When we hope in God, we will be helped. With hope, we will not be confounded, put to shame or disappointed. Hope helps us live free from fear and anxiety. Love springs from hope. And hope helps us to purify ourselves, it says in the Bible. Hope produces joy and peace in us through the power of the Holy Spirit. And in the story, in the video, that amazing story about Lazarus being raised from the dead, Jesus meets, meets two ladies, Martha and then Mary, who they have run out of hope. Can you imagine when Jesus met them? They were rock bottom. They'd been caring for their brother, maybe for a couple of weeks. It was quite a sudden illness. And you know that sudden illnesses can be really horrible. They were caring for their brother, Lazarus. And they were praying, God, heal him. And they were, they were sending messages to Jesus saying, Jesus, come and heal him. You can heal him. Just come. But did Jesus come? No, he stayed where he was for two more days. He was late. And by the time he got there, Lazarus had been dead for four days. They were disappointed with God. God, why have you let me down? Why have you let death into our family? And many of us might feel like that this morning. Like, God, I feel disappointed in you. I feel like, God, where are you? I prayed about this and it didn't happen. Maybe you got sickness in your family or work employment troubles or family troubles or you long for your kids to know Jesus and it just feels like Jesus I've asked you to come where are you seriously where are you they had run out of hope and Jesus comes into their pain into this painful situation and unexpectedly brings incredible hope and that's what he wants to do with us this morning Firstly, he brings hope for eternity. He says, he says this amazing promise. He says, Martha, one who, everyone who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? And he's talking about eternity. He's saying, Martha, you've got to realize, even if, he's basically saying, even if I do raise Lazarus, and he, he will die again. But forever, all of us are going to be raised Forever, We're going to be given a new body. And do you remember when Jesus rose from the dead? He had a new body. They didn't even recognize him for a moment because his old body was so beaten up by, by suffering for years. Suffering, resisting sin from sorrow, from persecution. The man of sorrows. They didn't even recognize when he had this resurrected body. And then they realized, wow, Jesus, I recognize you now. And he is the first fruit. He is the first one to be resurrected into an eternal body, spiritual body. And you, you and I are going to get that one day. It's so exciting. Jesus is the resurrection and the life. It says this amazing thing in 1 Corinthians. 
Christ has truly been raised from the dead, the first one and proof that those who sleep in death will also be raised. In Christ, all of us will be made alive again. This is way more exciting than Paul Paul and my machine. We are going to get new bodies, amen? It's so exciting. And the second one, the last thing I want to say, Jesus gives us hope for now. So he came to Martha, and Martha didn't really believe in this at this moment. She was just too hopeless. And she just fobbed Jesus off. She kind of just said, yeah, I know, Jesus, I know. And I know even now, God will give you whatever you ask. But I don't think she really believed it. Because when he went up to the tomb and said, roll the stone away, what did she say? She basically said, stop, no, Jesus, leave him alone. It says in the, um, the King James Version, he stinketh, he stinketh. The smell was so bad. She said, Jesus, he stinketh. Leave him alone. She didn't really have enough hope to believe Jesus would change her life now and bring healing and resurrection now. And Jesus changed that. And he brought resurrection. He said, Lazarus, come out. And that man came out. And the reason is because Jesus is the resurrection. He is the life. And if you've got Jesus living in you, he wants to resurrect you and bring life this week in your tough situations. He cannot stop bringing new life. It's who he is. Ephesians 1 says, We who believe have his incomparably great power. That power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead. I just want to encourage you every morning when you wake up and you feel weak or stressed or whatever to remember this is why the word of God is so powerful and crucial. You've got the resurrecting power of Jesus living in you if you're a Christian every day. And I just want to finish by quickly saying my experience of new wine. It was the last night I was looking after my little Ezra, who's three, at the back of this big tent. I wasn't in a spiritual mood at all. In fact, I was in the crash. And I was... Um, and I'd spent an hour trying to build a box out of pu- those puzzle-like carpet tiles that were piled up. And I was building this beautiful box, like Noah's Ark or something like that. And this little girl with a giraffe, about 11 times, came and destroyed it. And I was feeling really fed up. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> totally unspiritual. And then there was... A talk, and at the end of the talk, they said, if you want help to be a better evangelist, a be- someone who tells people about Jesus, come forward. And I just thought, look, I'm gonna, it's the last night, I'm going to go forward. So I gave, went to find Michelle, she took Ezra, I went forward, and I just held my hands out, not really expecting anything, I was right at the front. And all of a sudden, when my eyes were shut, I had something really strange happen. I literally, in my, in my imagination, I saw Jesus standing in front of me. He was so incredible. And I don't know why, but in this vision, he had this big red sash across his chest. He had a sword, and he was laughing. He was full of joy. He was laughing, and he started, like, touching me with his sword. And I just started, like Jani, I started weeping and weeping and weeping and weeping for ages. And afterwards, I just went and sat down until everyone had gone out of the tent nearly. I just, it hit me. I encountered the resurrected Jesus in a fresh way. 
And it, it literally filled me with a fresh passion for Jesus. And I want to know him more. And I want to tell others about him. And I want to encourage you this morning. Jesus wants to show you his resurrection power. He wants to encounter you this morning. Because he is, he's been resurrected and he's living in you. So can I pray for us this morning? Is that all right? Let's pray. Jesus, one day, thank you, you're going to give us new bodies. And it's going to be, it's, that's just the start of the adventure. That's just the start of the adventure. But right now, would you come and open our eyes? Come and give us a fresh vision of you. Come and give us fresh hope. That you want to break in. There's some people here who need financial help. Jesus wants to break in. For people whose children don't know Jesus yet, he wants to break in and resurrect. And maybe yet you don't know Jesus. Maybe you haven't given your life to Jesus. Maybe he hasn't become the king of your life yet. And I just encourage you right now, just to say in your heart, Jesus, I'm so sorry for living without you. I believe you are the resurrection and the life. And I want you to live in my heart. I give you my life, God. And I follow you. So just come, Holy Spirit, and move in each person. And do a great work within us. Thank you, Father.